Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. What do you do to motivate yourself when you are stuck out of the creative flow? Hello, wild women and wild souls. This is your host, Morgan Ruff, and I am just so absolutely thrilled that you are here. I have been a little quiet, a little absent, as I have been working through some stuff in my life. And I don't know about you, but for me, when I find myself in that space of really working through the crud, being in a thick of it, I have a tendency to go and hide. And now that I have really committed myself to showing up in the world, to producing this podcast, to sharing my message, to sharing my story... Uh, when I hunker down like that, I like put my elbows out and I just say, that's it, close for business until further notice. Uh, when I find myself in that place of running and hiding, there's something in me that feels absolutely awful. If you haven't kind of seen it, so far already, I have in in a way a crippling drive to share a message. And when I stray away from moving toward that message or sharing my ideas or sharing new ideas or ways to live my life, I feel like I am ditching my soul in a dark closet and basically saying, check you later, soul. Good luck. So the reality is that when I do feel myself separating 
from my truest place and my truest desire, uh, it feels really awful. And it's so interesting to me how in my life I'll be going through all this turmoil and the first thing that I abandon is my core desire, myself. The first thing that I let go of is my soul. So it was just revealed to me recently. Um, it like became apparent. I finally saw it. I think I've probably heard this or known this for a while. Um, and I was frankly really shocked to finally see it out there to find out that not everyone in this world is called to the mission of trying to change the world for lack of a better word. Like I use giant air quotes around changing the world because, you know, obviously it's in the context, but I know if you're a listener, if you're somebody listening to me today, um, you are probably somebody that's being called up to join the movement of change. And I think a lot of people heard that call and they were really activated by it in 2020. There was a lot of astrological events that really activated a number of us. Get an astrologer on here maybe someday. She can explain that. Um, But frankly, it can be a bit intimidating. And if you're like me, where you maybe get triggered by things and you uh, find yourself running to the closet and saying, okay, soul, okay, mission, okay, words, okay, um, story that I need to share. For some reason, I have this compulsion to share. I'm going to put you in the closet. It's like, boom, creative flow, creative energy, everything just completely gets cut off. So I am not totally sure about the words when I say, I want to change the world. But I know that this has been with me since I was a kid. I was that seven-year-old kid holding up the sign in the neighborhood to God knows who (laughs) I was hoping would pay attention that said, save the world or save the planet or save the whales. And I was like, I think that yard signs, like seven-year-old yard signs were like the first um, thing of social media. (laughs) So when I feel my momentum slow down and I get a little bit stuck in that closet, um, like when my creative juices and expression and I start to move away from my message, um... How do I rebuild my momentum? And that's really been where I have been at for the last couple weeks and trying to help myself find ways to get recentered in myself and rebuilding the momentum to share my message, my story, all of the, all of the good stuff. The podcast is one of the places that I have been resisting the most. And if you've been following me, you may know that in resistance is the greatest growth opportunity. Resistance is often showing up to teach us what we need to learn and where we need to go. 
So when you step into the thing that you are resisting, that's where the greatest growth is. With growth also comes shadow. We'll talk a little bit about that. So one of the first things that has really helped me regain my momentum and get back on the path is to remember where I am going and be okay with the journey. Recently, I put out a post on Instagram and I had in this search to refine myself and, and regain my momentum, I had reached out to a friend who's also a coach and a very uh, wise human being. And she asked me, well, well, Morgan, what, where are you going? And she used the metaphor of driving on the freeway. So I live in Western Washington. So just a couple hours north of me is Vancouver, Washington. And couple hours south of me, I'm sorry, north of me is Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Can't go there actually due to COVID, but, um, and then a couple hours south of me is Vancouver, Washington. So she used these two cities in this metaphor. She said, you're driving on the freeway. You've decided that you're going to Vancouver, Washington, and you're super stoked You get on the freeway. You start driving and then your mind kicks in and it goes, wait, no, I think I'm supposed to be going to Vancouver, British Columbia. Wait, I think I'm in the going the wrong way. And so you pull off the exit and you think and you cry and you're like, wait, no, I think I know. No, I'm supposed to be going to Vancouver, Washington. So you get back on the, the freeway, you're driving, 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 you're feeling good, you got the momentum, you're like, yes, this is great. And then your mind kicks in again and it starts to say, you're getting too far away from your family. Your family's north, you're going south, why are you doing that? And you pull off on the freeway and you make a U-turn and you start driving back north, but then all of a sudden your body feels like, why am I doing this? Stop stop. You're going the wrong way. You already made the choice to go south and now you're going north. Stop. So you get off the freeway again and you cry and cry. This has been my journey. This has been my path for the past couple weeks. And it was when somebody finally pointed out to me, like all these little off-ramps, emotional off-ramps that I keep on taking, those are just opportunities for me to remember and choose again. Oh yeah, that's where I'm going. And to remember my destination. So one of the most important things to do is to always know where you are going and be okay with these sidetracks because they're just a way of showing you the contrast. So if my my soul journey is to go to Vancouver, Washington, that's a pretty funny place for a soul journey. But if that's it, anytime I pull off and I have the, these thoughts, they're going to create friction in my, my emotions, in my beliefs, and in my thoughts. And so in that friction, I have the opportunity to zoom out, look big picture, see where I am on the map and go, oh, I see. I just got confused. I thought I was supposed to go north. Nope. I'm really supposed to go south and choose again over and over and over. So these are just moments of contrast in our lives so that we can make the decision to go in the direction that is our dream, our soul, our journey. 
So number two, one of the things that I have done is combination of energy work and mindset that really creates the secret sauce to getting myself out of stuckness and into the creative flow. This is actually a lot of what I teach in my coaching program is a combination of doing the energy work, which is like working on your body's energy system and help clearing out places where there are blockages, but also combining it with mindset work so that you can help to rewire your brain in a way that is more beneficial for you actually making it to your destination and making it to your journey. I love neuroscience and I love that we don't know everything about energy, but I can feel its benefits. So in the mindset category, we as humans have thought patterns that get wired into our brain. Sometimes I say neurons that fire together, wire together. I think of it as something like uh, a river system where you have incised channels because you have like created dams on either, levees and dams on either side of your river system with, I don't know, cultural expectations and um past family history and all these things that create these levees in our system that cause the river to just incise down and become this like fast current, not natural. And by doing mindset work, and that is, there's a variety of different ways to do that. I tend to focus on the work of Byron Katie, which is inquiry, inquiry based mindfulness or inquiry based meditation and my gratitude work and a variety of other tools. Um, when you begin to open up your mind, what happens is you start breaking down those levees and the river can start flowing out in a more natural pattern and create new and much more rich and robust channels for the water to move around. And I always think about it in an ecosystem. I love thinking about my brain as an ecosystem. So what can I do to create and restore a more healthy ecosystem in my brain? And one of the most important components to this is really committing to the mindset work. But during critical times of growth, you have to face the shadows. I think so many of us who are wanting to create change in our life don't want to necessarily feel or sit in the shadows. But unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know, there's no judgment actually, it is a critical part of growing as a human being. As you step into the growth, as you step into the light, shadows are cast and you have to start to deal with those shadows. And that I think was a huge part of my experience over the last couple of weeks, learning how to truly dig into that shadow work, dig into the icky feelings, break down the levees that have been damming up my neural network and expand into new areas of my brain. So reframing that situation doing that mindset work and I do it until I can actually feel grateful for the thing that triggered it in the first place. 
And it takes some time. Sometimes it takes weeks, sometimes it takes months, but I keep working on it until I can truly feel gratitude sink into like overwhelming feeling of gratitude. And I have noticed in the past couple of days, as I have begun to get my energy flowing again, and I've begun to get myself back into the creative momentum, I feel gratitude with this exponential emotional charge. I was driving to Seattle, this time for real, the other day, and I had just passed over the Snohomish Estuary, which is the estuary where I have done a lot of my environmental restoration work for uh, my day job. And it's taken pretty much my entire career until now to reach a, a pretty substantial target. There's been um, I don't know, $50 million or more invested into this place. And I was driving across the estuary. Yes, the highway still drives across it. So it still has some problems. But I was driving across it and I looked up and the sky was spectacular. There were sunbeams coming out of these dark clouds, just highlighting onto these areas that I have invested in and worked on. And I felt such tremendous gratitude. It brought tears to my eyes. It was just deeply ingrained inside of myself. I had also felt this about the experience that I had had that kind of sent me on this <laughs> spiral in the first place. I was just standing in the kitchen and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I am so grateful this happened because now I understand what I need to do to support myself, to get myself to where I need to go. So when you can truly feel the gratitude for me, that's when I know that things are starting to be unstuck. That's when I know I have done the mindset work that I need. The energy work, it was interesting this, this time, like I utilized Reiki and I utilized some of my energetic modalities. I asked friends to help me with Reiki to start getting things to move for myself. And I explored other modalities this time that I had never really accessed before. So this time I went in and I actually had my astrological birth chart read and so much was revealed as to why I was having some challenges right now, why the things that I was worried about were triggered. I was like all up in my head about finances. And it turns out that that really directly correlated to some of the things that the astrologer read in my chart. Again, astrology, something I need to have like a whole separate podcast on it is fascinating and like one of the more heady aspects of the woo-woo world. but. So, so amazing. So the final thing that I have had to really commit to is to restart and respur my creative juices, my creative flow, is to seek out inspiration and to really know what uplifts me. So I am somebody who needs a little spark to get started. And it's something that I know about myself. And so part of this is just knowing yourself, knowing what, what helps you. For me, I love uplifting stories. I love um, information that makes me feel hopeful and positive. I love poetry. I love 
um, connecting with others that make lift me up. And so I completely filled my cup with information that was uplifting. So I intentionally avoided looking at the news and I avoided looking at posts that brought me down. I worked to bring my vibe up by seeking out information that was really going to make me feel good and make me feel aligned. So this is, I, you know, tend to look toward, um, spiritual texts and things like that. Um, but it can be anything for you. It could be a funny book. It could be a podcast that you like that makes you laugh. It could be, um, for you, it could be looking at Instagram posts of sewing. I don't know of, of mending. I have a friend who loves mending stuff and she follows all these, this whole thing. It's like how to mend your clothes. It's, it's amazing. So find things that are going to give you your own spark and start using that to spark your creativity. So creativity to me is so important to the way that I live my life. And I never actually identified myself as a creative person until very recently. And the more that I have um, taken on that term and really tried to embody it in my life, the more it has come to me how to express myself, how to be creative. So that those are some of the few steps that I use to regain my momentum, re-step into the creative flow of the river and begin to find uh, a path forward out of that kind of murky mucky side. So I know a couple of weeks ago, I, I did a podcast that was how to get unstuck out of the mud. And I think I, you know, this was a little bit more, a little bit more helping me to refine my direction and recenter. And I'm so excited that I finally feel like I am moving. I think there's also, um, maybe the final thing is there is also a hormonal cycle that I am looking into. And I'm really excited to learn more about to understand is what I experienced a component of a hormonal cycle that maybe I can start to address as um, I get more familiar with it. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening and for joining me and for being part of this community. I so, so, so appreciate you and I appreciate you engaging in this content in this podcast. I know there are so many places to go for information. So humbled. I am absolutely humbled to have you. If you are interested in learning a little bit more or sinking down into a gratitude practice, I want to invite you to my 14-day gratitude challenge. It is absolutely free to anybody who wants to do it. And what it is, is you'll get a daily email that is going to prompt you with a new gratitude practice. It is for those of you who are curious about gratitude, it is one of the simplest yet most profound activities that you can do that can change your perspective and truly change your trajectory. So if you're feeling a little stuck, I highly encourage you to try out that 
14 day gratitude and see how it feels. If you're looking for a little bit more one-on-one support, more accountability, more connection, please reach out. I do have a 90 day coaching program that is launching right now called the journey to joy. And that journey to joy program combines energy work from the various modalities that I practice along with strategic mindset coaching that will truly help you to move your and shift your energy in the direction that you want to go. And we will also work on figuring out whether you're going to Vancouver, Washington or Vancouver, DC. (laughs) Where is your destination? Where do you want to go? So please, if that sounds of interest to you, I would love to connect with you and see if it is a good fit, the two of us. You can reach both of those programs um, and reach me at morganruff.com and feel free to go there to sign up for the 14-day gratitude challenge or contact me if you're interested in the journey to joy. Until then, friends, I hope you are having a wild day. Be brave. Stay wild. See you on the next adventure. By the way, I stole that from Coyote Peterson. (laughs) All right, y'all. Hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for listening.